Confession time. <laughs> You're from Texas? Oh, he's yeah, Catholic yeah. now. Justin Trudeau. Blackface? Brownface? What? Oh, man. Shane Gillis and cancel culture. Oh, yes. we're talking about that. Yes, we are. And a really interesting Sandy Hook commercial that we can play for you guys. Oh, yeah. We also have Scott Johnson from Campus Land. Johnson? Come, Johnston. With yeah. a T, right? Yeah, get it right. Coming, coming on the show. <laughs> it's a it's a satirical interview. It's good. Really good. It's good. Thank satirical you. Satirical interview or a satirical book? Both. Okay. Yeah, because we're funny too, aren't we? <laughs> Thank you guys for joining the show. Make sure you share the show. If you guys want to email us, we got a new email address. Oh, oh boy. Contact at fightlaughfeast.com. I just learned the last one. Yeah, yeah right? right. <laughs> Contact at fightlaughfeast.com. We're sticking with that one. But we're going to, we can, we'll still get emails from the other one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. keep so it around. Why, why do we live. need a new one? It's it's live. Live. Because we're trying to be uh, professional. We got uh, more club members coming on board and yeah. we're trying to be professional for them. Hey, we're also going to be at Reform Con in Arizona, October 24th through 26th. Make sure you guys show up for that. If you're Is in the it going to be cool? By then, it's I gonna hope be. So. It'll be October. It'd be like seventies or eighties, won't it? Oh yep. man, I just I see some of the pictures and some of the temps down there, and I'm like, I don't know, maybe not. All right. Well, <laughs> hey, hey well, uh, Sai was down in Nevada, and it was 110 degrees see, last week. That is ungodly. Unbelievable. That is ungodly. We're also gonna be at Trinity Church Christ Over Politics Conference, oh. November first and second. Okay. At that conference, Toby's gonna be speaking. I'm gonna be speaking. Pastor Dave Hatcher's gonna be speaking, yes. and we're gonna do a live show, and Kay. we'll have more details as we kind of. Get all that coordinated. Yeah, Seattle. Seattle represent. Lastly, guys, we, like I said um, recently on the show, we've done everything with CrossPolitik over the last three years with no staff. And so as we are, our vehicle for being able to grow CrossPolitik is through our club membership. We want to kind of avoid the the advertising um, uh, revenue channel. And we don't want certain hooks in us. Because we don't want hooks in us. And we don't. Yeah, completely dependent on that. And we don't want to be canceled by advertisers. We don't want SNL to cancel us. We have a lot of club uh, content in the club uh, m- uh, member portal. Yeah. And then we're also coming out with an app here in, uh, in the next, uh, hopefully, 30 days. We're That's going to be really it. 30 so, days? Uh, yeah, it's coming? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. we are not ashamed to have classical conversations as one of our. Uh, sponsors you. you all know classical conversations has That's been a right. huge supporter of cross politic yep. um for a couple of years now um we That's are excited right. about what they're doing they believe that parents are the best teachers for their children classical conversations is committed to helping families homeschool successfully all the way through high school yeah. um you all know that you hear from us a lot Get your kids out of public schools. Yeah. We also know that many of you have done that or committed to that, but you also might have family or friends um, that are saying, we know we need to, but we don't know how to. Yeah. We, we just, right. we're not equipped. Yeah. You know, we went to public schools. We're not sure. Number one, this is, this is your job before God. Yeah. Yeah. You need to do it just because God says do it. You need to step out in faith, but also programs like classical conversations offer you community, mm-hmm. um, accountability, downloadable resources, um, a, a, a classical framework yeah. with recommended assignments, trained parent tutors that like they'll actually tutor you as parents. That's right. Uh, so you understand the classical approach, share the love of learning through a Christian worldview and fellowship with other families, classical conversations, families thrive using these three keys to a great education. It's classical, it's Christian and it's community classical conversations.com. Have you guys confessed your sins recently to, to plants. <laughs> what? To Stop plants. It. 
Stop it. Union Seminary. No, I don't do that. Oh, Union we don't Seminary do that here. is going to help you guys oh with my this gracious. problem. So this is a picture taken at Union Seminary where they the students were confessing their what? sins to plants. What? Hey, uh, do you have Daryl Bernard Harrison? Oh, it says his middle name. You have Daryl's telephone number? We, we Because I want to know what he's doing up in here. We can, is that Daryl? <laughs> is that Daryl? <laughs> Daryl, you got some explaining. Uh, but, but look at his face. Look at Darryl his face. Harrison. He, no, no, look at his face. I'm just he, thinking. He's like... What? what what's the, going on? What in the? Uh-huh. Came here for the confession. <laughs> yep. Got the plants. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But, yeah. but you know they got a lot of 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 oh I don't know feedback on this, and they totally just doubled down on it. They did. So the, so they're confessing they, their sins to plants. Everybody made in fun chapel. of them. Everyone in chapel made fun of them, and then they just were like, oh yeah, no, that's what we're doing. Like they were they were totally um, unapologetic. Wow. The next day there was a long. Uh, Twitter thread on um, on why this was um, such a significant, you know, good thing. Really? Um, Please inform uh, me. Uh, well, here's just a, a retweet of some Reverend Jesse cast. It doesn't look male. Of the many things <laughs> that the plant confession did, it provoked us to theologically wrestle with human culpability in the ways we have abused our mandate to care for the earth. Confession. <laughs> I don't, I don't even know how to respond to that. I don't. Well, it, it was what's wrong with you? Exactly. People? It is all, but they, but they totally came back the next day and just totally, you know, were like, no, yeah. this is it. Yeah. This is it. Well, I think Union Seminary has a partnership with NBC because. Wait, but hold on, I'm not done with this. You're done to, with that? No, You're go back to the picture real quick. That was a great it, turn. No, no, <laughs> no, no. Y'all no. pray for Gabe. Yeah, yeah. Is, no, we, we ain't finished. <laughs> we are not finished. Could you imagine a custodian that has to come into this place? Didn't they have like an ice melting thing too? Oh, they, they did a liturgy of ice melting. They did. <laughs> Could you imagine him coming in there? A liturgy? Every- <laughs> Union, Union Seminary did? Yes. Yes. Oh, wow. a, a chapel service where they watched wow. ice cubes melt. Yeah. And were sad about it and then some sort of singing around it. Uh, but every wow. day he's got to come into here, clean up dirt, clean up water, pray for the custodian. This man, he's tired. Man. <laughs> every day he got a new mess to make to clean when, up. When, so the, the gal that apparently inspired this, Robin Wall Kimmerer, spoke at Union last year. This is in the Twitter thread. Mm-hmm. She concluded her lecture by tasking us and all faith communities to develop new liturgies by which to mourn, grieve, heal, and change in response to our climate emergency. Mm. We couldn't be prouder to participate in this work. I bet she's pro-choice. Look at everybody's faces, though. If you can't see this, if you're listening to this on the podcast, you, you have to go Google this picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, the guy exactly. in the middle is like, I'm so glad my parents are paying for this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the guy on the right is like, how am I going to tell my mom and dad this is what we're doing in seminary? This is what they're paying <laughs> this for. This is what they're paying for. Uh, and Daryl's like, I'm getting out of here before they take a picture. <laughs> busted you, Daryl. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, stay there. We need a black man in here. <laughs> yeah. Now, here's the thing. Is I'm still reading. At first, this work will seem weird. It won't feel normal. It won't look like how we're used to worship looking and sounding. Yeah. And that's exactly the point. We don't just need new wine. We need new wine skins. Oh, Isn't that bad for the yeah. environment? You know, new wine skins? <laughs> this, is, this is the same thing that happened when the children of Israel came out of Egypt. All they did, they, Moses is up there. Hey, Aaron, we need us a new guy. And that's what they're doing. Yeah. So yeah, if you're poking sure. fun, I think they must be talking to us. Oh. We'd ask only that you also spend a couple minutes asking, do I treat plants and animals as divinely created beings? What harm do I cause without thinking? How can I enter into a new relationship with the natural world? Wow. New salvation. New heart. Yeah. New relationship. They're going to hate to know that yeah. I eat them. 
Right. <laughs> well, they do too. I mean, yeah, right. But they're allowed to. I pray over my food to Jesus. So I'm, thank I'm, you. I'm pretty sure NBC and Union Seminary have a have a partnership together you said because that before. I know. Well, <laughs> I got I got to get there again. Yeah. Okay. Because NBC has on their website, you can actually go to their website. I I took a screenshot from this where you can go and confess climate. your climate sins. So, uh, did okay. You, did you? You forgot to take the screenshot with NBC on it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So that, if, mine has NBC it, it was, on it. I tried a, to offer him mine before the oh, show, and he said, no, oh, I already have if, one. If this was court, you just failed. Yeah. <laughs> you, how do you tie them to the You have to keep to it connected. I just did. NBC's I, website. I don't believe this. I'm going to the yeah, website. It's there. Right. So, it, you, so you can actually write your confession. Yeah. Or and then you can view other confessions of even, people. It's anonymous too. Yeah, even those who care deeply about the planet's future. I'm reading what it says yep. on NBC's site. Yep. Okay, I can, uh, I can. Even though those who care deeply about the planet's future can slip up now and then, guys, you can you can slip up now. Yeah, Al Gore can take a plane somewhere. Tell us where do you fall short of the glory of God? Oh no, where oh. do you fall short in preventing climate change? Oh, that's like totally riffing off of Romans three. Do you blast your air conditioner? Throw out half your lunch, grill a steak every week, share your anonymous confession with NBC News. Oh, there it says it right there. You can write your confession. You can view confessions. I still think the the NBC emblem would would have been better. Did you all see what Matt Walsh um, did with this? No, what did he say? Um, (laughs) So he shared this and said, um, it felt so good to get this off my chest. And his confession, so he's got right a confession here. I should have shared this with you guys. I slaughtered a whole family of polar bears and then left my fridge open so the meat went bad, so I dumped it in the river. I'm sorry. I slaughtered a whole funny. family of polar bears. Yep. I left my fridge open. Yeah. So the meat, the meat went bad and I dumped it in the river. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to say, um, you know, this NBC website is actually probably doing better than most churches would do with confessing sins in the, in the church. What? We don't, we, we don't confess our sins as a group, as a body of believers anymore in, in church. And one of the things I like about our church liturgy service is that we all gather together and we all get on our knees and we confess that we have a time of confession yes. during during church. But we confess our sins, our sins to God. To God. Yes. Yeah. And and the thing is, is with all these confess I mean, you're right though. This whole ins like there's instinct built into us. We know yeah. we're guilty. Inherently. Yeah. We know yeah. we're guilty mm-hmm. and we know we need absolution. That's yep. right. We need to be made clean. We need That's to right. be forgiven. But but these and so in the absence of getting forgiven and clean with God mm-hmm. by the blood of Jesus. Through the confession of sin to God, right. who can actually take away sins, yeah. right. new rituals and liturgies for forgiveness of sins yeah. inevitably we crop up. We can't escape yep. it. We right. just can't escape it, can we? Inescapable. I yep. mean, th- I mean, this is and this is not unrelated to the blood of abortion. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I mean, we we have to shed blood. Yeah, it's built into the world God made. That's that right. blood right. must be shed. The wages of sin is death. Yeah, and and there's a sick and twisted way in which. And when you turn away from God, you find blood somewhere else. Right. I mean, that's why all the other pagan nations, I mean, they always had bloody sacrifices. They were offered to Zeus and Aphrodite, and, and it was frequently included human sacrifices. Yeah. Right, right. Um, I mean, because blood has to be shed. Yeah. If you don't have the blood of Christ, someone else's blood will have to. Uh, and, and I think. And, and it's always shared with a religious process, too. That you oh, can't, yeah. It's not like, oh, just blood is shed. No, no, no. Yeah. It's a religious process. There, there are, you know, one of the things that we were reading in the Old Testament um, with our family was in, uh, I think it's the 20th chapter, eight, early 20th chapter, where he starts laying out how you're going to build the altars mm-hmm. and the tools and sacrifices that, uh, how you're going to do the sacrifices. And my wife, as we were reading through this, and she's seeing the, the tools being made and what they're going to be made of, she's like, you know, it's funny because 
I couldn't help but see an abortion clinic mm. and they have an altar mm. and they have tools, tools that they must use. They're right. made a particular way right. to accomplish a particular goal. Right. And then they take and put the members back together just like the uh, sacrifices in the old oh, Testament. Man. And I was like, I said, you know, this is inescapable. Mm. You can't in- escape yeah. sacrifice. Right. Right. In a religious process. Right. In it. And another thing is that people know about their sins in this. Right. right. Is, and this is a, uh, again, my wife, she, I love talking with her. She brings out so many insights in this, but the world sees their sins in such a way that they have to name it after the thing that, that they're not ignorant of it. Yeah. For instance, like the, the porn sites, they adamandeve.com. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You know, right, right. adultery. Yeah. Right. You know, fornication. Fornication. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Sin city. Yeah. Have Leviticus 18. We do that here. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, right. Yeah. Leviticus 18. Yeah. They know what they're yeah. doing. Oh, yeah. I mean, we have it kind of easy in one sense. And, and this is why, this is why. A, a secular, neutral public square oh, is impossible. Yeah. It doesn't right. exist. You right. can't say we're going to have a secular, neutral public that's square. Right. Um, people who are Christians who are trying to claim that that's possible mm-hmm. are lying. Yeah, yeah they right. know. They they, they 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 may be deceived. They may have been. They they went to probably a public university. Um, they didn't. You know, whatever. They can say Christian worldview all day long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if they are still arguing for a secular, neutral square, what they are saying is basically. Uh, eventually we want this square to sacrifice to other gods. Yeah, that's right. It's yeah, either yeah. the blood of Jesus explicitly, or it will be the blood of some other sacrifice exactly offered to right. some other God. Yeah, it's inescapable. And, and you see this at the beginning of Genesis where Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, even before God um, required or God wrote law for sacrificial system, they you know, Abra- uh, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob went around and built altars wherever they oh, yeah. went. That's right. They well, were they, still, they, they were knew still. this. They knew this from the get go because yeah. after they sinned, God instead of killing right. them actually killed an animal yep. right. and That's clothed right. them with animal That's skins. Right. Right. So there was blood shed right from the get go to cover their nakedness and shame. That's right. Which yeah. is the very first sacrifice, basically yeah. type right. pointing to Jesus. Yep. So Trudeau, Justin Trudeau is. He needs seeking. For, he, he needs, needs forgiveness. forgiveness. He, he needs absolution. So in the last Wait, week, what are we looking at? Is that Michael Jackson in the middle? <laughs> no. no uh, so uh, these are two black faces. If you're looking at the no. screen, two black faces here and here, and then you got a brown face on this one. So he's trying to play some sort of Aladdin and Arabian. Covered the whole black and brown. And, and, oh, and Arabian. Oh, yeah. So you got two but, black faces and then a brown face. And this all came out. And so the first came one that came out was the brown face. And then two more black faces leaked out over the week. Now Justin Trudeau is the the is prime the, minister of Canada. Okay, right. and he's woke, right? He's been he's conservative. Woke. He, no, no, this he's, guy he's liberal. All the LGBT, uh, all the LGBT stuff in Canada that's been going on is atrocious. He's right. pushing he, all sorts he, of policies. I mean, like that's I mean, when Trump got elected, a lot of people were like, "We're going to Canada." Yeah, because Trudeau's you know like our yeah. hero. Oh, right. Because he he's you know so he's totally opposed to the. Blackface stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for some reason. Oh, yeah. I was talking to Nate Wilson yesterday a little bit, and it was hilarious. He had me dying because he was like, how does this keep happening? Right. How does this? Right. Yeah, I mean, seriously. Who does this? I mean, I've never met anybody in my life who does blackface, brownface (laughs) stuff. What in the world? Well, And it's the people who seem to be the loudest against it. Right. And, And here's what's more amazing about it. I keep looking for conservatives. I'm sure they're out there, but. The lineup keeps being liberals who are really, really, really opposed to it. And it seems like conservatives had enough respect even back then yeah, like, to not be doing this. Like, like we don't do that. I, I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna right. try yeah. this stuff. Yeah. You know. But I, I keep thinking about this. Is he gonna re- resign? 
Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. They don't have to follow their own rules, do they? What about the, the governor out there in Ralph, Virginia? Ralph Northam. What was the Babylon, Babylon B article? Babylon B uh, nailed it with the headline, Ralph Northam assures Justin Trudeau that his he, he has nothing to worry about. <laughs> But here's the thing. Just keep this in, in your sights, people. Okay. It's a scandal for someone to have dressed up brown face, black face yep. at a costume party one time. Yeah. But if a dude dresses up in a dress, he's woman of the year. Yep. Mm. Bruce Jenner. That's right. What is yep. that? I know. I hate that sound. I what love is it. That? I love it. I love that one. <laughs> You, you hit that, bro. No, you hit that, bro. But but you hear that? I mean, and it's, it's real. It's insane. Yes, it is. It's absolutely insane because here's the thing: um, the color of your skin is skin deep. Yeah, right. it's how much pigment you happen to have in your skin. Right, right. And they're like, no, you don't understand the lived experience of being black or brown or whatever. You white, whatever. You you can't right, right. you can't understand. Right. And the guys right, like, and guys yeah. like puts pink lipstick on his face uh, and, and hikes up some lace undergarments and goes reads a story to children at a, at a local library and they're like wow yeah that's so deep yeah no that is the hatred of women that's exactly yeah. right. no the the gender divide the sex divide god making us male and female as image goes all the way down to our chromosomes yeah right that's race right. is skin deep yeah and they're yeah. saying no 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 yeah. no no yeah. you anybody can be a woman right and this silliness is brought to you by union seminary <laughs> Right? Absolutely. It's brought yes. to you by yeah, us. You, uh, yeah. Geez. Yeah, Someone needs to like write a book and make fun of this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, well, look right. at that. Whoa, that. Look at that. <laughs> Scott Johnston up next from Cross Politic. Wow. You know, the trans people have to be going crazy right now. Right? I can't write this stuff. Yeah. All right. More Cross Politic coming up next. What I can tell you for sure after 25 years in this business is people hate to be sold. Classical Conversations supports homeschooling parents by cultivating the love of learning through a Christian worldview in fellowship with other families. We provide a classical, Christ-centered curriculum, local, like-minded communities across the United States and in several countries, and we train parents who are striving to be great classical educators in the home. For more information and to get connected, please visit our website at classicalconversations.com. Classical. Christian. Get connected. Get community. Welcome back to Cross Politic on the Fight Laugh Feast Network. What are, you, what are you doing? This segment is brought to you by Gabe. Who's the controller? Turning that? on the TV. I'm, I'm fixing it. <laughs> hey, we are grateful to have with <laughs> this us. This is a professional show, people. Yeah, we are having uh, <laughs> we are having tech difficulties. There's none of those screens are on, but that's all right. We're going to go. Uh, Scott Johnson is has worked in finance for 35 years. He's a Yale graduate. I don't know if we should hold that against him or not. We're about Ooh. to find out. Um, yeah. He has um, also even he even taught classes there. As an undergraduate, he was involved. He's in, part of the problem. <laughs> he was involved in campus fraternity and social life, and self published the complete book of beer drinking games just after graduation. Oh, he's rich. And, and I think I think <laughs> I think he sold millions of copies. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. it's gone to sell over. A million copies. Wow, there you go. Before Yale, Johnston went to the Buckley School in New York and to boarding school at Milton Academy. He lives in Bedford, New York, with his wife and three children. Scott, thanks for joining us on Cross Politic. 
You're going to get me doxxed, man. <laughs> a lot of our guests yeah, get docked. That's how we do this. So um, this book is an autobiography, right? <laughs> there, there's a, a bit, but um, no. <laughs> what, what character are you? <laughs> I am distinctly out of the picture. Yeah. So what, what uh, Scott, what is Campus Land about and why did you write it? Well, uh, the, the backstory, and I've never written fiction before, um, about three years ago, I was at a conference on the future of free speech yeah. at Yale. Not sponsored by Yale. They wouldn't sponsor such a thing these days, yeah. but it was there. Yeah. And uh, I, 200 students materialized almost out of nowhere and tried to physically shut the conference down, having apparently skipped their irony class that day. (laughs) (laughs) And I was walking out through the phalanx of screaming and spitting students um, who were swearing at us. And and, and I, I was thinking, why hasn't, why haven't any novelist used all this craziness to, write a good sort of pointed satiric novel to just mock everything that's going on. Right. You know, where's Tom Wolf when you, when you need yeah. him? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Dead as it turns out. But, yeah. um, so, uh, you know, the idea sort of got withered on the vine until I went to my reunion a few months later and I was holding the door open for an undergraduate girl who's, I think working the reunions and she stops dead in her tracks and she looks at me and she says, patriarchy. And I said, what? And she said, your behavior is patriarchal. And I, said, I thought I was just being polite. And, and at that moment, I said, you know what? I'm going to figure out how to write the darn thing myself. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's where campus, that's how campus land was born. Yeah. Well, so, so you went to college in the eighties and, and now, you know, going back on campus, you know, going to this, uh, free speech event, um, going back to your alumni, you know, weekend kind of stuff. Uh, how did we get to this point where these college campuses uh, have this kind of uh, culture now? Well, the left has always been drawn to campuses uh, as, as professors and administrators. So what happened is the, the left wing of the baby boom sort of went back and settled back into college life as as teachers and administrators. And they started creating this uh, this bubble. Um, and you really can't find a conservative professor um, on a, on any mm-hmm. campuses these days. Not it, publicly, it, <laughs> right? You no. Know, well, only occasionally one with tenure will come out of the closet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And come out of the closet is right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is, it's really like that. You, you don't. You can't say what you really think. Yeah. Uh, the, the protagonist in my book is a is an English professor uh, who who is up for tenure. Right. And he loves the Ivy League bubble that he's in. And it is a very blissful place, I can tell you. Yeah. Uh, and, and, I mean, life is very, very nice inside that bubble. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's from, he's a cultural outsider. He's from rural Alabama. Yeah. Right. And, you know, Trump country, pickup trucks, yep. uh, revival yeah. tents. Yep. And he wants nothing more than to leave that all behind uh, and, and remain in the, the bubble forever. Mm-hmm. And he can if he gets tenure. But because he's a cultural outsider, there are all these PC landmines that are lying in wait for them for him that he's completely ill-equipped to see coming. Yeah, right. With um, so uh, I consult with a liberal arts college, New Saint Andrews College, and plug coming. 
Yeah, plug coming. Yeah. <laughs> Trigger it's warning. A, it's a great college here in Moscow, Idaho. And um, but I so I've been kind of following all this Title IX stuff for a number of years now. And then before that, I was actually I worked for an economic firm, which is involved in a bunch of uh, education and universities and so forth. So I've, I I kind of saw the, what Obama administration had done to Title IX. Why did you center, with all the various PC narratives, why did you pick on Title IX in your book? Well, it's one of the centerpieces of, of abuse that's going on right now, um, and it's just so unjust what's happening. Uh, you know, the, the quick background is the Obama Education Department turned Title IX into something else. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it is um, the legal, the quasi-legal framework under which Boys are deprived of due process rights when they've been accused of sexual improprieties. Right, and hundreds of boys. There are over there are over five hundred lawsuits from boys now against colleges on this basis. Wow, and they're winning most of them. But the Obama administration threatened to withhold uh, federal funds from colleges that didn't prove a body count. Huh. Um, and if you think that's a small thing, Yale last year got seven hundred and forty million dollars from the federal government. So paying out a million dollars here and a million dollars there to settle lawsuits is nothing compared to that. Mm. Wow. Mm. Federal funding. Wow. So one of the key things that I've learned through all this, so the the liberal arts college, New St. Andrews that I consult with, they don't take federal funding. And there's actually maybe 10, maybe 15 colleges nationwide that don't do that. And so I think those are actually one of the few colleges I want to send my kids uh, to school you know, because they aren't going to be pushed no, and pulled and no leveraged. Hooks, no PC yeah. hooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It is very important uh, not to accept federal funding, but of course, mm. you're right. There are only uh, three or four schools in the, in the country, I think, that don't, uh, excluding maybe community colleges, um, because it comes at a cost. You know, right. They're going to take money. It's not It's not free. They're, you know, they're going to want something in return. Right. Well, uh, why is Betsy the, DeVos is trying to undo this. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Why is it so hard not to take the king's coin? I mean, I, it just seems like wouldn't people just want a college that can be self-sufficient, a free, self-sustaining? A free? A free? Like, like, yeah. You know, free your mind? Yeah, absolutely. Why is it so hard? Not, not Bernie Sanders free, but no, free no. culturally. Yeah, like yeah. Culturally, yeah, yeah, right, right. Right. Free of all the levers. Yeah. It is a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, seven, Yale has $28 billion, so it's a endowment throws off about uh, 1.4 billion a year towards annual expenses. Uh, so you can see that getting another 740 million, another is, billion, is a huge percentage uh, of 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 their annual. So they they've built this in to their annual budget, getting yeah. this money right. It's not a bonus. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, this this book almost feels like it's cheating. In one sense, it it really <laughs> does write itself, doesn't it, Scott? I mean, did you really have to do hardly any work? <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to figure out how to write a novel, which was an interesting exercise. But, but there was so much low-hanging fruit. I mean, yeah, a lot of it's very serious, but but some of it's almost comical. I mean, yeah. you know, one thing that happened recently: there was a Princeton a cappella group that would sing the song "Kiss the Girl" from The Little Mermaid. You know, it's a very cute song. Yeah, <laughs> and their tradition was they'd bring a girl up on stage and they'd serenade her with it. And at the end of the song, the lead singer would give the girl a peck on the cheek. Mm-hmm. But the progressive mobs at Princeton decided in that scenario, the girl lacked agency and therefore <laughs> she was sexually assaulted. Me too. And within 24 hours, the group dropped the number. Wow. Mm, maybe they haven't seen a Chris Brown concert. 
when he brings a girl on the stage. I don't even know what he's talking about. That's what's happening at college. I don't even know. Hey, what are what are some other uh, stories that have happened in the past couple of years like that? Oh, at UC Santa Barbara, they took down centuries-old mission bells uh, that were very historic because it was thought they would be offensive uh, to to indigenous peoples. Uh, at, at my own alma mater, Yale, um, we call our houses colleges, and, and each college uh, had a has a master who's a professor who lives in the in the college and is I'm in charge of residential life. And <laughs> it was decided that master was a triggering word, and you know, once upon a time, Yale took students smart enough to know that sometimes words have two meanings that are completely unrelated, yeah. uh, but no longer, apparently. Um, so it, it goes on and on. And one, one story I'd love to tell is, you know, St. Martin's Press bought this, um, uh, bought campus land almost a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. and it just came out. That's how long it takes big publishers to get books to market. And I was, I was afraid that that was such a long time that the culture yeah. which is moving so fast, would overtake my book. Wow. Yeah, that's and right. one example of that is the the villain in my book is the Dean of Diversity and Inclusion. Right. It's a great and villain. <laughs> I, I had to decide how many employees am I going to put in her department? And I started with 20, and then I was fooling around with that. I said, you know, this is a satire, so maybe I can, I'll make it 30. Um, and maybe people will buy that. <laughs> but I, I went on the Yale website to find out how many Diversocrats they have, and I, I couldn't. I couldn't find the number. Probably there's a reason behind that. Mm-hmm. But I found out the real number about three weeks ago. The real number is 150. Oh, oh my goodness! You couldn't even make a joke that big, could you? <laughs> yeah, if I put that in the book, who would believe me? Yeah, yeah. That's right. you put 30. So, yeah. so as uh, we're Christians and we believe that the Bible's the the standard for truth in all this, and and so how do we? Um, how how would you? I, I don't know where you stand if you're Christian or not. Um, how do you sort through what is true and how culture should be built on these campuses? Like, what standard would you well, use? The 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 fundamental uh, mission of a university is to seek the truth, mm-hmm. and you do that by exploring different ideas and uh, looking at facts and using reason. And uh, you're listening to people who may disagree with you to see if their point of view has validity. Right. And that's been completely thrown out the window. And and, and the irony is that the free speech movement started at Berkeley in the 60s, and that came from the campus left. Right. Mm -hmm. And now it's the campus left that is insisting that words be banned. One college banned the word manhole the other day, and you have to say (laughs) street hole now, I think. (laughs) Yeah, that's how silly it's getting. But but you know that's the first thing totalitarians do is they they, they try to words. rewrite the language. Yeah, right. Um, so and they're banning speakers that they that they don't want to hear yeah. that have differing viewpoints because they now view differing viewpoints as as violence. They actually call it violence. It's, so the the victim here is um, the pursuit of truth. Yeah, that's it's interesting, Scott. I wanted to know why. Well, how is it that the inmates are running the asylum? You know, because is and is it is it the colleges that are producing these type of students, or is it the high schools that get there when they get done with high school, they come there and it's like okay, well, and they just allow and they it just to yeah, they just allow it to happen. Yeah. Oh, what's happening here? Who's in control and where is it starting? Well, uh, public education is a disaster now, and it does not teach American exceptionalism. It doesn't teach the Constitution. 
Uh, it, it basically teaches a now a radicalized version of our own history. Uh, and if you're not angry by the time you show up at college, college will make you angry. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, honestly, I think that's what the 150 diversocrats do all day. Yeah. Mm. They get everybody mad at everybody else if they were previously angry. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you think about it. I mean, the, the driving narrative that uh, of, of you have Darwinism on one side, yeah. that right. your life doesn't matter. Everything is an accident. The right. strong, only the strong survive. And, and you know, you live and you die and it doesn't matter. It's all random chance. And then on the other side, you're getting crushed by this massive pressure and you need to make something of your life. You need to succeed. You need to, you know, yeah. do something great. Be you. And, it, and it's like, how can you not be mad as, as you get out of, out of school? Right. Because like you need to you need to matter and you don't matter. Yeah. You need to get a 4.0 and you don't matter. You need to succeed and you're an accident. Yeah. Right. I mean, of course you're mad. Yeah. It, make, yeah. it makes you crazy. Well, you definitely don't succeed if you major in oppression studies, which, um, <laughs> you know, all the, the African-American studies and Hispanic studies and gay lesbian studies. And th those are outrage mills that uh, take people who might come in mad or maybe they don't, but they certainly come out of it mad. Right. And, and they're completely ill-equipped to deal with anything in the real world after college. So um, uh, what? Now that you know, I imagine your kids are out of college, but let's say you you had to do it all over again, where would you send your kids to college? Well, I still I have one who just graduated, okay, and nice. um, I have another. Um, I have a daughter who is a sophomore at the Naval Academy. Okay, okay. Um, and I got to tell you, that place works. There, there is no uh, lesbian dance theory in the curriculum at the Naval Academy. <laughs> not, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. You just not keep yet. Obama guy. tried to do some of that. You just keep. <laughs> yeah. <waiting. laughs> <laughs> um, it is it is a fabulous place, and those I tell you, the kids who go to our service academies are so great. I've mm -hmm. had the good fortune to meet a bunch now through my daughter, and uh, they are uh, patriots. They are disciplined. Uh, they are hardworking. I mean, they're just. And I tell any people I know who are in a position to um, hire uh, new employees that you cannot go wrong hiring kids out of the service academies. You know, after they've done their service. But so, what? But what's uh, going to keep? the the naval academies from getting this kind of culture because it's happening I, I, it's all it, over the place i know it, it ha they have a pretty strong culture of their own that is kind of a bulwark against that and you you know if you're going to train people to be uh in the military you know there's certain things you have to teach them and there's some time for a lot of fluff yeah um Having said that, I you know the Obama administration used the military as a grand social experiment, so they mm. did their best to try and undermine all that. Right. Uh, but I can tell you, it's still in pretty good shape. So, as far as real co other colleges, yeah, um, I, I think what what we see here in the Northeast is that a lot of kids who don't want the craziness of everything we've been talking about have been going south. So their mm. colleges that a generation or two ago would not have been on a lot of radars up here are now extremely popular places like uh, UVA, Wake Forest, and mm -hmm. University of Richmond, SMU down in Texas. Now, I'm not saying these are conservative places, far from it, but they just aren't as, as like, totally crazy. As completely so, yeah. so, Scott, I mean, what's the solution? I mean, is there, I mean, yeah. is there any hope for people who actually believe in truth? As far as... Um, Answering that call, that question in the context of colleges, yeah. I, I honestly don't think there's much hope, uh, and I hate to say that, um, but 
they're so thoroughly corrupted now yeah. that, um, I mean, I have a friend who's working on a business plan to start a de novo college that would, you know, start all over again with, with, you know, you wouldn't have mm. all the diversity officers and you wouldn't have all these, uh, oppression studies departments and, um, and you wouldn't take federal you, funding. You, you would not take federal funding. Yeah. And because you didn't have the enormous bureaucracies, you, you could cut the tuition quite a bit. Yep. You know, instead of mm-hmm. $70,000, it might be $40,000. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he's, he's developing a business plan and wants to persuade a billionaire or two to, to do this. Um, you know, it's been a while since we've seen major new university found, uh, founded. So uh, I, I, I wish I had a more optimistic answer, but I've, seen it up close and it's just getting worse not better yeah. Yeah. i wonder too if businesses uh you know will will start just realizing the people the kids coming out of these we universities I mean, yeah. no real i mean i don't think real businesses want these kids right i mean they because they, they're going to bring that same culture yeah, into their view they're, they're going to bring exactly they're going to bring yeah. that toxic victim yeah. you know microaggression culture right with them into the into the business and that will crush a business well yeah and and well, those kids already happened yeah, yeah, it's exactly right. It Ooh. is happening. But, but I'm, th- I'm yeah. wondering too if some of these businesses might do what your friend is doing and say, you know what, we're just going to start a college, we're going to start a university because it's that worth it to us to train people actually how to think. That's right. Um, yeah, and and care about the truth. Well, and, uh, and the businesses that those kids that are coming out of those colleges are going to start making. Yeah. Because if it doesn't stop there, now they're going to be forcing you to buy their good. Oh wait, Bernie Mac. Uh, not Bernie, Bernie, Bernie Sanders. Sanders. Bernie Sanders. He's already doing that. Yeah. He's going right? to force They're you. forcing yeah. you to do stuff that you don't want to do. Right. So they'll start making companies right. that'll be forcing you to buy their goods. If not, yeah. you're a racist. <laughs> if, if not, you're, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That's, you right. get it both ways. But if you opt out of the whole thing, just we're not going to do the federal funding thing. And, and so you don't have the hooks in. You can cut, you're absolutely right, Scott. You can cut them, the costs yep. immensely. Yeah. I mean, New St. Andrews College here in town, it doesn't take federal funding and still has tuition under $15,000 a year, a year, yep. uh, which is absolutely unheard of. Yep. And, wow. and you know, it's, wow. it's a shoestring and duct tape budget, but man, they're actually teaching kids how to think. Yeah. It doesn't cost that much. I mean, you know, there's a lot of online alternatives now. Yeah. And what's going to happen is when Goldman Sachs and Google and other prominent employers like that, Start hiring people uh, who have educated themselves in some alternative way. Yeah, you're going to have parents say, "Oh my God, what am I doing? Uh, I'm going to pay a quarter of a million dollars yeah. for what? So my kid can uh, party for four years and right. you know, take oppression studies?" And I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that that is going to lead. This is something you're going to see in the next ten to fifteen years: a wave of college bankruptcies, especially in the liberal, liberal arts area. Yeah. Mm. Um, and, and a great business model for you guys. You, you take some of these places and turn them into uh, senior living facilities. <laughs> that might be a, Actually, yeah. <laughs> there's some great. point there. Campus Land, I, I'm, Scott, I'm guessing it's available on Amazon, anywhere books are sold? Yes, it is. Okay, and where can, can we follow you on Facebook or iTunes? Or not iTunes, I'm sorry. Uh, Instagram? Instagram Twitter. or Twitter? What's, well, how do we I, find I you? I'm on Twitter um, uh, and, and Instagram. I'm um, on Twitter. I'm at... Um, uh, F. Johnston 60. All right. Okay. You're giving away your A's, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> 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 hey, Scott, thank you for joining us. More cross politic when we come back. If you need a little red meat in your diet, Pastor Doug Wilson. Say we are dealing with a young man who's dyed his hair purple. I'm giving him counsel, and I tell him, as I would tell him, that this was sinful. 
He would want me to look up purple hair in my concordance and show him where the Bible prohibits it. But this is as unreasonable as the demand to find a list of English obscenities in a Greek lexicon. The Bible condemns rebellion, and the purple hair means rebellion. If he agrees, he has admitted the sin. If he disagrees, then he is an empurpled ignoramus, as the Sex Pistols would readily tell him, were they here. To enjoy more red meat of this kind, check out the podcast on iTunes, or for more blogging of this particular nature, blog and may blog at dougwills.com. Oh, really? What'd you want? You want something else? That's what we're going to do. I got something for you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that. All right. That's a nice beat. Yeah. Uh, All right. Is it, it, gonna, like, is it keep going? It. Yeah. Is it going to drop? It has a drop in it. Yeah. Welcome back to Cross Politic. Mm, All right. Nasty. Rah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks, Gabe. <laughs> Welcome back. Cross Politic on the Fight Laugh Feast Network. This segment is brought to you by that new hot beat. Oh, what? this this one? No, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Not that one. You know, we do this in our house when somebody gets burned. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, burn! <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Hey, it's uh, a hip-hop thing. Scott Johnston, I hope you enjoyed that Enjoyed that interview. Yeah. Um, uh, seemed like a really good guy. It's like, sees the problem. Yep. And heartbreaking his answers and he's trying yeah. to make fun of it he's yeah. trying to make fun of it which um, is yeah. good and uh and we want to encourage that and uh and reach out to him and encourage him to think maybe even more deeply about that yeah the, the causes of that and the solution in christ yeah um That's just right. just a note we know there's a family show a lot of kids listen a lot of families listening um campus land is not a kid book it's 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 a it's and, a it's a novel yeah. on on a modern college campus and it it's kind of gritty. Um, particularly the language is pretty rough because uh, it's like a real college. It's like a real college, where, a place where your kids it, shouldn't in go. Our, in our opinion, that's right. Let this be a warning to you. Yeah. Um, a cautionary tale. Don't go there. You don't want your kids hanging out with these kind of yeah. people. Yep. Um, should, should we do our book of the uh, our show show book right now? Do, do we decide what we're doing? Yeah. Flags. I got, I got Flags it. out front. Yeah, right there. Oh, look, he actually has Flags it. Flags out front. It's kind of blurry, dude. Did you know we were going to do I know, this? That's the best I could do. Yeah, yeah. that's Toby, the Toby best agreed. you can do. Uh, yeah. Do you know there, the publishers? There weren't that many graphics I could pull on the fly. Yeah, do you know the publishers? Yes, I do. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, All we right. actually want to. We want to plug two. Burn. Two, <laughs> I want to plug two books uh, by Pastor Doug Wilson. Um, this one, Flags Out Front, yep. which is based on a. It's a satire of a uh, a snafu at a Christian college campus okay the, the the setup is that there's this little bible college and uh and the and the and somebody is a prank uh some kid decides to um reverse the flags and so as you can see in the picture and the christian flag gets put up on the on the top pole above the american flag mm-hmm. yeah. and and he just sort of one day it, it shows up at campus and that's been a joke a prank and he decides to leave it and it turns into a political um storm Wow. Oh, um, wow. Anyways, it's really it's fun. Jesus King. Yeah. yeah. The other thing, though, the other one, um, also by Pastor Doug, is um, even jellyfish. Okay. If you've if you've never read that one, even jellyfish is a takedown, a satirical takedown of the modern evangelical megachurch culture. I haven't yeah. made it to um, that yet. Yeah, it's a good. Book. What? I like that no, no, one. <laughs> I like that one. Burn. Burn. Okay. Okay. Here's burn. the here, here's the real burn. He's got so many good books already no, on no, just no. building family yeah. that I haven't no, made no, it to the satire real. side. Yet. Even jellyfish. I honestly like it's it's like it's a satire. It's hilarious. It's over the top. 
And right. uh, in all seriousness, the end of the book nearly made me cry. Really? Like in terms of like it's huh. it, it, okay. I'll it put was, it on the it, list. It, it, it was. It's it's more than a satire. If it wow. proves Pastor Toby has it, a heart, it, I it, might need to read ah, this. Ah, it's, <laughs> hey, <laughs> it, it, it is That's no, good. but it's like it's satire comes real satire. Yeah, um, the kind of satire that our Lord Jesus yeah modeled and the prophets modeled does not come from a fundamentally um, uh, stone heart. It's not a stone heart. heart. Yeah. It's not a cold heart. It's not a cynical heart. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It actually comes from a warm heart. Yeah. Wow. It actually comes yeah. from a heart of grace. Yeah. yeah. That loves the truth, and and that's where I think Christians should be at the forefront. Yeah. Of mocking the insanity, mm. not just from a cynical place, not from a that's just right. just a nasty place, but it's actually from a place of love for yeah. the truth. That's yeah. really good. If we yeah. fight for what we love. Yeah. That's right. And we love the truth. We love the gospel. Yeah. We love Christian culture. We yeah. love the church. Yeah. We love we, the bride of Christ. And we love the lost. And yeah. we love the lost. Absolutely. And and the and the Bible gives us a vision um for poking um mm. the pride of man. Yeah. Yeah. Um in the right way in order to point them to Jesus Christ. Speaking of all of that, um, you you finish an interview like that, like Scott Johnson, you're like, I'm never send, I'm never letting my kids out of the house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to send them to any school. Yeah. But we mentioned this in the interview, but you really ought to consider New St. Andrews College. Yes, you should. Um, New St. Andrews College is my alma mater. It's here in town, um, and it doesn't take any federal funds. Yeah. Um, it's completely independent of the of the federal hooks. Yeah. Um, and it exists to graduate leaders who will shape cultural culture living faithfully under the lordship of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, they provide young men and women with the highest quality undergraduate and graduate education in liberal arts and culture yep. from a distinctively Christian and reformed perspective to equip them for lives of faithful service to the triune God and his kingdom and to encourage the use of their gifts for the growth of Christian culture. Amen. Um, NSA.edu. Check it out. Even if your kids are still in diapers. Yeah. Like just start thinking that way. Start thinking about it. It's going to be really good by the time they're ready. And if your kids are already sophomores and juniors and seniors in high school, hey, you really need to check this out. NSA.edu. Yeah. I've been spending some, I just want to say this about NSA real quick and I'll let you go. I've been spending some time with Ben Merkel and man, I can't tell you. He's the president. He's the president of NSA. They, they really do get over there the other side of the coin that we were talking about. The answer, you know, one of the things that was said in the interview with Scott was like, okay, Education is expensive. Um, you know, the, the education is horrible. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and by the time you get done, you can have a much better education if you don't have the government funds and a much yeah. more affordable one. But we get that in the homeschooling side of it. But then we don't have an idea of what the future looks like. Yeah. What's the pedagogy of the next yeah. turn of the coin? Right. 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 The NSA gets that. Yeah. They know what's on the other side. Yeah. They have it already set up. It's been right. lined up. It's been going on for, what, 30 years now? Right. All, all the yeah. things. 20, 25. 25 all, years. all the things that we talk about on this show in terms of like building Christian families that yeah. think bigger yeah. than just like, um, you know, we have a family. But like. Right. How is my family going to be used by God to shape culture? Yeah, right. um, how is my business going to be used by God to shape culture? How can I use money, fin- um, the financial resources that God's given me faithfully? And how can I um, speak into the public square and be involved right. in the public yeah, square yeah. in a faithful, godly Amen. way? Um, you need deep roots yeah. to withstand this storm. Yeah, you That's do. right. Yeah, you you do. need That's deep right. roots. You need, yeah. to, you, need to, you need to read Augustine. You yep. need to read Thomas Aquinas. You need to read John Calvin. You yep. need to know um, those who have been who fought faithfully yep. in the centuries past. You need deep roots 
in the Protestant Christian Absolutely. vision Absolutely. so that you can stand up and have also something to build in its place. That's exactly right. Well, and here's the thing. Scott Johnson's right. I mean, your, your time in education should be seeking truth. Absolutely. Where he's off is you got to already have an understanding of what truth is. Yeah, if you don't, yeah. you got to have a basis for that truth to be able to seek it. Jesus said, "I am the way, the truth, and life." Or right. you're just going to repeat yourself, right? Exactly. You're going to repeat it, and we're just we're just going to keep having these, you know, uh, this fodder for for comedy. Yeah, that's right. So uh, you were talking about um, being satirical, and I was wondering if there's a connection between cancel culture and and the church not um, emphasizing uh, satiri- satirized satirical. Um, plays in the church. Yeah, what, because they it, are the satire. Well, right you know, you t- it, it cancel culture and, yeah. and satire go hand in hand. Yeah. Well, the issue is it's not whether you're going to have church discipline. It's mm. just who's the church and who's doing the discipline. That's right. Yeah. And right now you've got SNL and NBC and Union yeah. Seminary running the discipline play. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And, and they're, you know, and basically yeah. if you're not confessing your sins to potted plants and you're not falling into, li- into line with the PC puritanical, yeah. um, uh, you know, piety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you're gonna get canceled. Yeah, and I guess I guess part of what I was thinking was is because we don't do satire well. Um, therefore, when it's done well, um, people start canceling each other. People start getting mad at each other. People start. Well, it um, depends on what you mean by well. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, some people are doing. I mean, a great. I mean, I think it's happening all across the board. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think you're right, though. I mean, Christians in general haven't been known for doing great comedy. Yeah, yeah. M- you know, maybe. Maybe Jim Gaffigan is one of the most famous. Like he's Catholic. He's Catholic. <laughs> you know, he's but he's you know yeah. professes faith. Well, that's that's yeah. because we've sanitized everything. Yeah. What, yeah, that's even the problem with our seminaries. Our men go to seminary right now, and they're sanitized from the church. Yeah, they that's, come that's into true. the sanitized right. environment. Mm-hmm. It's really clean. Mm-hmm. There's no real church stuff going on. There's no excommunication. None of that stuff. Yeah, no it's messiness. Just, there's no messiness. It's just talked about, yeah. and they got to yeah. go figure out how to fill 120 hours of preaching somewhere. But mm. they're not involved in the actual right. work of the right. church. Right. But that's just because that's how we are as Christians. We sanitize right. ourselves away from everything. Right. That's even a part of the reason we start homeschooling, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. But we're just hiding from culture. We're just culture, hiding from culture. Rather than actually engaging. Exactly. And when you actually engage, you you get covered in some of it. I mean, yeah, you know, we, that's we, right. we, we are called to holiness and we're called to purity. Yeah. And it's messy. But it's also messy. Yeah. Which is, and, yeah. and you're going to yeah. be, in, you have to interact with a messy and a messed up culture. So it's interesting because Shane Gillis, he's a comedian. He was hired by SNL right. uh, uh, last week. For like a week. For like a week. <laughs> and then they found out that he made some racist jokes um, uh, in his past, on some podcast in his past. Were they racist they though? I, I, no. Okay, I, he I, was they, doing blackface. No. No. He was hanging out with Justin Trudeau. So, <laughs> so the, um, Bill Burr and another comedian were on the Dana Carvey show actually talking about this. You heard, oh, about this, the monologue comedian Shane Gillis got hired as a new cast member of SNL. They immediately fired him about jokes he'd made in the past. As a former member of SNL, I feel my duty to stay out of the fray and I'll let you guys comment. (laughs) (laughs) He's really serious. (laughs) He's like, I'm going to let you guys comment. You talk. Well, this is just cancel culture. The guy shouldn't have been fired. It's just a couple of things back in his history. We're going to go through everyone's history. Or are we going yes. to get rid of every sketch that SNL has done that involves race? Like, I remember John Belushi dressing as an Asian man with a samurai sword. That was the whole sketch. <laughs> or, or, maybe, the whole sketch. or maybe we could have... Bread. What was it? Mike Myers he used to play a Japanese host like this. And if they got the question wrong, they had to cut their hand off. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember nothing that you did wrong. <laughs> uh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Dana, Dana was really uncomfortable. Yeah. Mine got cut at rehearsal. Oh, oh, did it though? You know, 
chicken. No, no, that's not true. No, I think you love the chicken. You treat chicken like family. You treat family like chicken. No, no. You crazy. No, you crazy, no. man. You've been listening too much Bon Jovi. No, 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 no. You crazy. You know what your problem is? You need woman. You need to get yourself a girlfriend. I got no money for girl. Because you know some chicken. Oh, she's crazy. Oh, she's crazy. There you go. Dana. So, oh, so Dana Carvey apparently oh. that was on SNL back in yeah. the nineties, I think. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe late eighties when uh, it was safe uh, to wear blackface. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, was that yeah it probably was. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, so uh, Shane got fired for doing basically what Dana Carvey did doing like an Asia thing. He he wasn't doing it. He was um, riffing off Asian stereotypes. Yeah, basically, right. right. Uh, and and then um, two days after he got fired, he goes to a comedy show. He does his own comedy show in New York, uh, stand up. You know, went to a hole in the wall, I think, in New York. And on Wednesday night, so he gets fired, and then he goes on Wednesday night. And this is what he said in his stand up on uh, just days after he got fired. He said, "Everybody's been like, you can't say stuff and not expect consequences." Um, he said, "I'm fine with consequences. I'm not arguing. F it." But I do want everybody to know that I've been reading every one of my death threats in an Asian accent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh yes. Oh and yes. So he punches back. Yeah. This and you know here's the thing. Um, minus the obscenity. There's a mic in front of you. My, I don't care. Knox will fix it. Knox will fix it. Go ahead. I just turned the care. whole thing all the way off. So um, you don't need. <laughs> minus the obscenities. Um, Christians need to fight back like that. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Christians need to learn yeah. to say that. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. 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 We need to speak into the mic. <laughs> like I'm glad you said like that. Like Chocolate Knox <laughs> teaches us. And you need to say, we don't care. Yeah. Right? Sodomy is an abomination. It's perverse. It's sick. It's disgusting. And it destroys a nation. It destroys families. It destroys men. That climate change that you say you care yeah. so much about. It's insane. Yeah. It's stupid. It's foolish. Fornication, pornography. It's the objectification of women. Absolutely. It's disgu- you know, yeah. yeah, I don't care. Yeah, and the world's six thousand years old. Yeah. Come at me, bro. Yeah. yeah. Real right? Talk. There was real there was really an arc. Yeah. And there were giraffes with their heads sticking out of it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Just like on the flannel graph. The flannel right. graph is real. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like and, and they That's come right. they're like they like got these books and they're like, but look, but but pastor, you know, there's like statistics and stuff. I was, I've been on campus a couple of times in the last few weeks. I've heard this. And you um, didn't even invite me to come oh, with Oh no, camera. I don't invite you to bring a camera. I don't do that sort of thing. <laughs> but um I, I mean one of the biggest problems, of course, is people are so apathetic. They don't care. But the but the way that I can almost always guarantee a rise out of them and be like, you don't believe all that Darwin crap, do you? Yeah. And they're like, uh, uh, um, y- y- yeah. Uh, and like yeah. that's when like they start yeah. like that like oh I just punched your patron saint, didn't I? Yeah, right. 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 No, I said crap. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like like Darwin like believes yeah. that we came from feces. Yeah. Right. Like that's basically what. Yeah. Darwin believes we're stardust, and it's insane. Yeah. It's stupid. It's foolish, and and we and we need Christians. The problem is a lot of Christians go to college, and when they get out, you're right, they've been sanitized, they've been neutered. Yep, yep. And now they're like, well, you know, I'm a Christian, but I believe in the old earth. Yeah. Right. Why? Why? Because you got to put a pinch of incense on Caesar's altar. That's oh right. yeah. You yeah. idolater. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because because you and and the it goes back to confession of sin and absolution. Right, so these guys, these comedians now. I mean, David Chappelle, you know, all these guys. Well, are, David Chappelle in his stand-up, he was making using 
uh, Chinese or Asian. Oh no! Um, oh no! He don't care. Accents. He don't care. And during his last stand up, but all yeah. the but all the lefties are so mad at him because he's sinning. Yeah, yeah. He is falling short <laughs> well, of well, purity standards. Yeah, well, he should I, know. He's one of the guys. He's one of our prophets, right? Well, here's right? the thing: is I, I don't want them to even claim definitions of what's a funny racial joke or what's not a funny racial joke. No. We're building all our definitions all off them, right? So even even what Shane Gillis did here. He responds with, "I'm I'm talking in Asian accents right. with through all all the uh, hate well, mail that I've but, been getting." But this is the this is the thing because this, this is the thing. People are funny. Yeah, people yeah. are funny because and they're made in the this. image of God. Yep. That's right, we and we're this. all different, yep. and we all have our idiosyncrasies, yep. and we sound different, and we look different, and we yep. do things. And it's I say funny. y'all, and it's funny. Yeah, and it's funny. Sometimes, right? right? Okay. But here's the and thing, it's, and, it, and it's okay to be made fun of. It is okay it, to be made fun yeah. of. Yeah. The the the, ish, the the difference though is is that there is a there's a holy godly laughter yeah that honors the image of God and recognizes that we're different we're hilarious we're funny and it it's not cynical in this in the sense that it, it's not born out of a of a heart of hatred right well, yeah and that's part of it too it's like some of the people aren't capable of being good with their timing yeah they're not really understanding what is humorous they're poking at yeah they're just you know when guys just swear up and down the whole time oh, yeah. they're comedy like, yeah. dude it's not funny well they're just trying to shock people. and that's what they're, some people are using comedy for right. too but they're the, trying to shock people but the thing is is i gotta take this thing off. Nah, that's it's getting warm in here <laughs> huh? there that's we go. okay i like this look much better you, yeah, yeah I, I didn't i was kind of cold when i got in here right? i was I'm sorry well, I, but, I keep the ear blasting well i appreciate that um the uh so i'm with you but all of this goes back to it's really only a forgiven heart that's a clean heart. And it's that clean heart that actually sees the world rightly. Yeah. And when you see the world rightly, you see all the oddities. Yeah. It's yeah. actually seeing, I mean, God in heaven laughs. Psalm 2 says. Right. He laughs at our folly, our sinful folly. That's right. Um, but you know God laughed. You know God laughed. Yeah. When he created the giraffe. Yeah. You know, have God. Have you seen some of the stuff in the ocean? Have Come you, on, God man. left when He created an elephant. Yeah. Watch this. I'm just gonna pull his nose on out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna right, with some big right. flappy ears. Yeah. Right. And yeah. and a I'm camel. Gonna, and now I'm gonna create people. Yeah. And some of them are gonna kind of look like some of those animals. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna be a long neck. You know, God. You're gonna have a big nose when He made Bernie Sanders. <laughs> You're yeah, gonna yeah. have the big ears, <laughs> yeah. right? Well, and, when you yeah. think of, you also think of all the stories like the Israel um, midwives yeah. lying and, and lying at lying to Pharaoh, yeah. and while du- babies, nations are being born yeah. in the midst of all that. Right. Yeah. That's it, that, that. There's a funny aspect oh, to that. Absolutely. You know, I'm, Jonah being swallowed by a well. Um, right. That, but and, that's but the, God's humor. Oh, seriously. Oh, seriously. Swallowing of Jonah in his sin. And and but but the point is is that what's going to happen is. These comedians, these pagan comedians, David Chappelle, Jerry Seinfeld, all these guys, right. they know that the left is killing comedy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. they're right. hemming them in. You can't yeah. laugh about that. No, that's yeah. not funny. Yeah. That's a microaggression. Yeah. No, that's a microaggression. But here's the thing. Outside of Christ, everything's a microaggression. That's exactly right. Right. Outside of Christ, everything is hating and being hated, Yeah. Titus says. Right. right? Outside of Christ, it is all hate. It is all malicious. Okay? Yeah. And so you can't laugh. Right. Okay. It's only in Christ that we're given our laughter back. Amen. It's yep. only when we're actually absolved of our sins by the blood of Jesus and we have a clean heart that you can honor people made in the image of God and you can look at the oddities of the world and you can laugh. Right. Yeah. Um, and Christians have to learn how to laugh again. Right. Uh, this is part of our, this is what Jesus came doing. He made fun of people's robes. Yeah. He made yeah. people fun of their you, hair. You, That's you, right. You prayed long. 
You yeah. think God's going to hear you because you added more words. <laughs> you know what, though? This goes back to the sanitized world once again. You have, the thing that once you engage with the world, you start seeing these inconsistencies. Yeah. One of the things that Dave Chappelle was seeing in the transgendered world is situation. And he's like, okay, you guys make fun of me if I make fun of an Asian guy. Yeah. like, oh, you can't do that. Right. But if I was transgender and I was like, okay, I'm going to act Asian um, in this black body. Now what do you say? <laughs> right. You know, now, right. now all of a sudden it's like, okay, that's right. yeah, that's yeah, messed that's up. Right. right? Yeah. And so, but that's being in the world. We are not engaged in that. We see that over there. Right. We're not engaging it. But when you engage it, you start seeing inconsistencies and you're like, oh man, that's hilarious. Yeah. And, and you want to use those that's things right. to, as a tool to rescue yeah. people. Right. Right. And that's, and, and ultimately that goes back though to, um, is, is confidence and courage. Yes. Yeah. Because you, we, we don't live, Christians do not live like they belong here. That's it. Thank you. We, we don't yeah. live Thank like you. this is our house. That's right. We, we, Christians, on, Christians should have a holy swagger. Come yeah. on now. Because their father owns this place. That's right. And Jesus bought it with his blood. Yeah. Right. right. So we walk into any situation, a university campus, a bar, a comedy, comedy club, whatever and there's a trans there's a lesbian there's kkk member whatever yeah. like pick your pick your poison yeah it's like but this is my father's house yeah amen right yeah. god owns this place and his word is truth yeah and his gospel is true heaven is real the yeah. holy spirit mm-hmm. is real mm-hmm. this belongs to us right. i'm gonna get shot for this one I'm, and i'm but i'm fine i'm gonna just go ahead and do it just shoot myself okay, now. Do it. Uh, i'm gonna quote a jay-z line in one of his songs he says lean on it blue blue is his daughter lean on it blue you own it and that's what we need to do. We need mm. to lean on this joker. Yeah. You're right. We go around here yeah. like this is not our father's world. Like Christ yeah. didn't die for it. Like all yeah. he- authority in heaven and earth has not been granted it's to him. To him. Yeah. Go right, make right. disciples and teach them. Right. And it, and the thing is, is we we're, we know like life's short and we're going to die. Yeah. And then and and is the and the question is is, is the gospel true? Yeah. Right. Are that's you right. are you going to glory? Mm. Are, are you going to heaven? Are you going to be with Jesus forever? Did he actually purchase you with his blood? Mm. Are you safe in him? And if you're safe in him, then what are you afraid of? But they're going to look at you funny. They're going to yeah. laugh at you. They're yeah. going to cancel your show. Yeah. yeah. They're going to kick you out. You're going to lose your job. Whatever. Yeah. But that's effectiveness. You got to remember like when, um, who was it, uh, that got stoned? Um, Steven. Steven. Yeah. His sermon was effective. That's, <laughs> that's right. What effectiveness yeah. looks like. Right. You get stoned. Right. You, you, <laughs> find, you, yeah. you find their yeah. God. You find their yeah. God and you say, oh, you worship that? Yeah. I'm going to make fun of that. I'm reading yeah. every one of my death people. threats in an Asian accent. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> right? Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Right. I don't care. Uh, right. Boniface, remember Boniface? Yeah, that's right. You know, yeah. he's Those this two, missionary yeah. in Germany, and and they're like all worshiping this holy oak of Thor. Yeah, and he gives his axe out. That's in a public square, isn't it? Right. He's like, yeah. here, watch this, and they're all waiting for lightning to strike. They think he's yeah. gonna die. Right. Yeah. Taking it to it. I mean, this is this is what we need to recover. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not nasty. It's not yeah. cynical. Yeah. It's not full of bitterness. Yeah. It's full of joy yeah. and courage yeah. and the laughter of God. And it comes from a warm heart. Like it's, it comes said, from a warm beginning. heart yeah. that Amen. loves Christ. Yeah. It's that is um it's it's so um it's broken over sin. Yeah. 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 But because of Christ being broken for our sin, it doesn't stay there wallowing in yeah. that. Right. It comes out with joy. Yeah. Right. For the joy set before him, Jesus endured the cross. Yeah. Right. So don't grow weary in doing good. Amen. Right. You've not yet resisted to bloodshed. Come on yeah. now. Right. Woo! Okay. We're going to keep going in here. You stop. <laughs> if you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. If you have kids, go baptize them. Until next week, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is cross politics. Amen. Amen.